Menopause Power podcast. We are Lisa and Natalie, two certified holistic health coaches passionate about helping women embrace their physiology to elevate their highest potential for confidence, health and energy. Perimenopause will be unique to you and each episode gives you the power in knowing that you can define your own journey. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hello, Lisa. Hello, Matt. Here we are again. We are. We are. And aren't we just excited that we have got a very special guest in Danielle Novitaga? Have I said that right? Hello. Yeah, you did. Novitaga. It's hideous. Um, And it's really hard to sign in my signature, but I get there. Novitaga. Yes. Beautiful. How are you today? I'm extremely well. It's Friday and I'm happy. That's it. And we're excited to have you on board. And we've obviously connected a little bit um, through social media. And, you know, that's why we love social media. Probably the one thing we love about it. But we, <laughs> we get to connect. That's it. We get to connect with amazing women like you. And so just to give a bit of a, a brief as to who you are. So you're a 48-year-old mum to a five and a nine-year-old. Pilates instructor and personal trainer at Danny's Pilates Movement, creator of Menopause Play and the Menopausal Box. And of course, we're going to be talking about that later um, in our episode. Former studio manager at Pinnacle Wellness. And, you know, you've got a background in marketing and dance to go with everything else that you do as well. Jack of all trades, master of none. Is that the saying? Love it. Love it. So just to kick us off, we'd love for you to share with us a little bit more about um, you and who you are and I guess what really makes you tick, but then also a bit about your own perimenopause story. Okay, so I was trying to count back the years when this all started, this wonderful journey of perimenopausal livelihood. So I was 46 and I had made the craziest decision of my life and that was to compete in a bodybuilding competition. I got to the point where I was kind of looking at my body in the mirror one night and I was like, is this it? Is this it for 46? Because it's all just going to head south from here on in. So I made the crazy choice to find myself a bodybuilding coach and decided to commit to doing a competition. And around that time, what I was noticing when I started training, I certainly wasn't lifting heavy, heavy weights, but I was doing a half an hour training session and coming home in three or four hours later, just fully wiped out, like no energy asleep on the couch like just full-on fatigue and my coach and I couldn't work it out he said look go and get your your bloods taken and get your iron levels checked and that's what led me to discovering that I was perimenopausal with my low iron levels and surprisingly we caught the hormones in the blood test you know how they say it's quite often really hard to diagnose with blood tests because your hormones are up and down like a bride's nighty as they say um so that's when I discovered it was perimenopause and at the time The only real symptoms I had, I guess, was I was getting my periods every three weeks and I was bleeding very, very heavily. So for me, trying to do a bloody bodybuilding competition in an itty-bitty bikini, it wasn't ideal. So we decided to go with the Mirena at the time. Now, that meant that for the next 12 to 18 months, I was symptom-free. Like, I was tickety-boo, perimenopause, piece of cake, I'm loving it. No symptoms at all except for my normal moodiness, which everybody's used to anyway. Um, And it wasn't until probably 18 months later and in lockdown that I started, you know, um, hot flushes, restless legs at night time. The brain fog was a big thing for me. You know, I've got young kids and I'm trying to go over homework and homeschooling with them and I couldn't even, you know, do a simple multiplication. So um, that's kind of my perimenopausal journey in a nutshell so far. And 
just recently with the hot weather comes the hot flushes and I reckon I'm averaging 10 to 20 a day. So it's great fun, girls. Yeah, I can share some <laughs> of that very much so, Danielle. Um, you just, you've just told us a little bit about you and, um, you know, we've loved getting to know you through um, chatting prior to this and, and, and just now. And you've obviously got um, that passion for wanting to talk openly about menopause, which we love as well. And you have a beautiful mm -hmm. playfulness and fun on the socials. Where did your passion come from? Oh, I'm an Aries. I'm the 1st of April. So I guess they are very fiery signs and very passionate about things. But I've always worn my heart on my sleeve as well. I'm not shy to talk about things that other people are, you know, more quiet about. Um, so when I really believe in something and get right behind it, I mean 110%, all in, and that's just how I roll, um, full of energy, full of enthusiasm, and I guess that's kind of infectious. And once that catches on with other people, that's what then snowballs and keeps me motivated and passionate about things. So when it came to menopause and um, the perimenopausal symptoms that I was experiencing, you know, I'd kind of chat about it to my best friends. Now, these are girls that I've known for 30, 40 years. And they, they didn't say a peep about what they were going through. But then when I started kind of making the funny reels on Instagram as well, they were like, oh, my God, that happens to me. I get it. I can relate. And I'm like, well, why aren't we talking about it? So I guess, as you said, you've, you've seen me on um, Instagram doing the reels. And it's certainly not um, making fun of menopause, but I've always had, I guess, a, a funny knack of making fun of myself and making light of a situation and finding a silver lining. So that's why I decided to make some funny reels about my experiences with perimenopausal symptoms. And I've had so many people reach out to me and say, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad I've discovered your account. I don't feel so alone and so, um, you know, like a fish out of water. I get that you're going through it and you're making me laugh about it now. And so that is creating the dialogue around menopause as well. So that's, that's why I'm really passionate about remaining on social media and just, you know, taking a lighthearted approach to what can be a terrible time in your life if it is that you're affected in a, a big way. And, you know, that's so important because you um, talk about, I, I know myself when I talk about it or Nat talks about it, everyone, I feel like sometimes you, you're with a group of people and they're all trying to, once you start talking about it, good put their hands up almost to say, oh, next, oh, next, I want to talk about it because you brought the, you know, you brought it out into the open. Um, yeah. It's all about just starting that conversation, however it, however it is that you started, isn't it? It is indeed. And, for example, two weeks ago I was out to lunch with a yoga teacher that works for me through Menopause Play, and, of course, the conversation was around menopause and relationships. We were the only ones left in the restaurant at this time, and the owner of the restaurant was standing behind the bar and he said, excuse me, ladies, um, I don't mean to eavesdrop or anything, but I noticed you're talking about menopause. I think my partner's going through it. Do you mind if I ask you some questions because I'm really struggling to understand it? So for the next 40 minutes, we sat there with the owner of the restaurant quite candidly and openly talking about, you know, low libido, mood swings. Uh, he's saying she's irrational. She's like this different person that I married 20 years ago. And it was so insightful and so good to get that other side of the story. And we were like, wow, we need to do more of this. So at the end of the lunch, I said, right, I'm going to have like a menopausal soiree, so to speak. And I'm going to invite some different pockets of friends and work colleagues and we're all just going to go in and just chat about things and feel good about it at the end of the day. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah everyone's experiencing it, whether it's the, the woman herself or the people that love, love and live with them. Yep, indeed.
Yeah, and we even had a conversation when we went into um, a workplace one time and, you know, we, we pitched our menopause at, at, in the workplace work to two men and one of them said, geez, I wish I knew this. I, I wish I knew how to support my mother or, you know, my wife in the future. Yes, yeah. I wrote um, a post a couple of months ago about being menopausal and, and when I have the mood swings and it's almost like I have an out-of-body experience. I know that I'm being irrational and my anger is coming from gosh knows where and I've got a five and a nine-year-old like looking at me with these big blue eyes going that looks like mum but it doesn't sound or smell like her because she's gone a bit crazy. And when I posted, um, you know, this little snippet into my life, my gay next-door neighbour who's in his 50s messaged me and said, darling, that was the best post I've read and now I realise what I was experiencing as a kid with my mum in the kitchen smashing pots and pans and swearing and slamming cupboards. And he said, it made me laugh, but it also made me think, well, I wish I had have known and I could have helped mum a little bit more when these episodes were happening. Yeah. So that was good to hear. But it's kind of sad to hear because it should be, we should be talking about it. It should be something we recognise, you know. Yeah, you bring up a good point too because it's all about the education that kids are getting yeah. as well. It's not talked about. No, and, not at all. And, and I know what you mean when you say that out-of-body experience. You you know you feel yourself doing it, but you can't stop. No. Um, and it's and you feel when you come out of it, you feel pretty horrible afterwards. It's wow. And and that's that's also what I was dealing with is the guilt because there, there's innocent kids. You know, my husband works six days a week, so he's lucky that he doesn't. I mean, they don't have, happen often when I have these kind of flip-outs. We call them. Um, you know, it's it's very rare, but when they happen, it's it just seems to be with the kids and that that guilt and that shame that you have afterwards. And I, I just look at them and I say, you know, sometimes like when you get upset and you get frustrated with your sister or with your brother and you get angry and you you kind of feel out of control, that's what mum feels like. And I know it's wrong to be doing it, but I can't control it. So just know that once I start breathing and and once I calm down, that I'm back to normal. So they said, Well, how about if we come up and give you a hug? in the middle of it and I said yes that might snap me out of it because I certainly know with my five-year-old when she's having a tantrum I get down on my knees and I come up and I just embrace her so hard and she looked and she just melts into my arms and it stops her straight away so the kids do that to me now yeah, <laughs> so they taught me the lesson and said we'll just come and give you a hug and I was like yes okay <laughs> yeah that's so nice and it's just it's um being aware as well isn't it and I guess that's a lot of the work that I do through mindfulness and meditation it's about understanding you know um when you're in in a moment like that and trying to then you know find tools to to bring yourself out of it or even just after you've had an episode like that being able to reflect and look back back on it and I was, I was just speaking with a client just before actually and she was saying the same thing that you know um we just don't ever take the time to really reflect and look yeah. back and say geez what was that you know or you know how could I maybe have done something differently or yeah what's in my personal toolkit that I can use to help support me. And, you know, the, the big thing that we um, always say through our work is we're not trying to fix you. We're not trying to fix your menopause. We're just trying to um, give you some tools and um, strategies on how to support yourself so that you can, you know, come out of it, you know, feeling good or still whilst you're in yeah. it, still feel good. Yeah. And not feeling guilty. And that's what I love about you ladies, because that, kind of education isn't offered openly like you know when you go to the GP and they say yes it looks like you're perimenopausal and oh, I'm having mood swings and angers and 
irritability. Well, talk me through it. Give me a little pamphlet that gives me some tools as simple as mindfulness and meditation and the world would be a happier place, wouldn't it? Like it's 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 too simple to be so difficult and I don't understand why it's not out there. So I commend you ladies for doing what you're doing and taking it into the workplace is just, it's it's amazing. Mm. Yeah, thanks, Danny. And look, and likewise for you and, you know, really the basis of this podcast too and the work that we're doing is trying to help women define their own perimenopause journey and you might have touched on these through your playfulness and through your instagram reels but you know how have you defined your own journey and and made it personal for you so i think one of the main things i had to identify and go right back and strip back and find what makes me happy right to my core like what you know gives me goosebumps and tingles and i sat down to write a list and my number one was music I just, I love music. And I guess when you've got, you know, kids and you've got work and you've got school drop-offs and husbands and lives, lives, lives to live and businesses to run, you kind of forget about those simple things that really do just bring you back to life. So when I dropped the kids off at school now, because they're both at school this year, which is very exciting, girls, I put my headphones on, I put my favourite soundtrack on and I vacuum because I love vacuuming. It burns calories and I just, I've got a Dyson and I just love getting into it. It's so satisfying. And I just crank up the music and half the time I drop the vacuum or I sing into the vacuum and I dance and it's just, I go, oh, it's recharged my battery. So music for me was one thing that I identified and movement is a really big thing also. So I love my resistance training, obviously byproduct of doing a bodybuilding comp. Um, and I love my Pilates and the two of them mixed together are the perfect blend for me. So I notice if I go a couple of days because I've been too busy, I mean, I've got to reform a bed at home, so I really should be on this every day, but it's easier said than done. So if I go a few days without that movement, I really notice that it disrupts my sleep. You know, I start to get the restless legs again, um, just, you know, um, up and down to the toilet during the night. So you don't get that full night's sleep. But when I do the movement and when I make myself happy and do things that, you know, fill my cup, I get a better night's sleep. So for me identifying those things that make me happy and make me feel good and being consistent with them is the key to making this whole process and this journey enjoyable. It shouldn't be so painful. Yeah. I loved a bit about the dancing and music because um, I'm the same wavelength there. So you put a bit of music. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an early to bed girl and you put a bit yep. of music on when we're out and it'll keep me going all, all, all night. I'll just keep dancing. Yeah, that's a bunny. Yeah, yeah. It you feel so good. So I love, I love that, um, I love that suggestion. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Danny, this podcast, as you know, is perimenopause power. So it's all about power and finding, nurturing and using um, our own personal power as we transition through perimenopause and beyond. Mm-hmm. You've touched on it a little bit, um, but what, does coming into your own power mean to you? So I've thought long and hard about this and I'm just about to turn 49 and I have really, really struggled with self-love and acceptance all of my life. I have that negative talker in my head that I've been working on for quite a few years and I'm getting there. I'm, I'm you know, taking charge of that negative self-talk, but the self-doubt and all that stuff still comes you know, like a roller coaster, up and down, up and down, especially with hormonal changes as well. You have good days and bad days. So for me, it's all about self-love. And for the next 50 years, you know, if I'm midlife now, the next 50 years are going to be focused purely on self-acceptance and self-love because I realise that's where it all starts from. And I can't believe it's taken me 49 years to actually 
to get it. You know, you read it on memes, you read it in books, you see it on a TV commercial, but until you really have that penny drop for you and realise that that's where it all starts and stems from, you kind of just get on with life and forget about it. And I'm, I feel a little bit embarrassed that I, I've wasted, not wasted, but it's taken me 49 years to go, listen, you need to love yourself in order for all of this to fall into place. So that's why I love what you ladies are doing as well. And I will be talking to you about some of those things. And um, with menopause play, we have mindfulness and we have meditation. And for me, I'm you can see I'm a million miles an hour. I'm like, oh, I've got energy and I've got all these ideas and I want to get it all down now because I'm an Aries and I want to take charge. But sometimes I just need to chill. And I, one of my goals is to learn how to meditate and to do it consistently. And everything I read, it all leads back to the gratitude and the journaling and the the morning routines and mindfulness is a big key component. So self-love, and I'm going to start by learning how to meditate. So there you go. Beautiful. And, you know, you're not alone, sadly. You're not alone. Um, we That is really the number one thing that a lot of women struggle with. Um, yeah. Here and see us and it is. It's and, and you know what? They recognise it. And so, you know, what I love about that is that you know it and you recognise yeah. it and that's that's. Yeah part of the battle sometimes we don't yeah that's right but I think people see me as well and they think oh my gosh she's confident she's upfront. she's she loves to talk and she's passionate but really that sometimes is just masking you know um what you sometimes feel about yourself inside you know so yeah it's a hard pill to swallow but at least as you say I've recognized it and I know I've got work to do and it's exciting it's like I've got, I'm going to fall in love with somebody in the future and it's going to be me. Right? Oh, I love that, love that. And I think sometimes too, well, not, not I think, I know, we tend to put everyone else before ourselves and um, we leave ourselves to last. So that self-care is there and, you know, we know so much about our family and what they need and things like that, but um, we don't stop and think about what it is that we need as well. So it just really does go behind the eight ball. Yes, indeed. So tell us, we want to know more about menopause play, your menopausal box, because I can see that, you know, um, your own experience of menopause has gone into both of these um, businesses yes. and passion projects, as well as wanting to start the conversation, break the taboo. So tell us about it. Where does this come from and, and what's your real mission with um, both of these? Okay, so menopause play is an online platform um, that has a video library of five to 20 minutes videos made up of movement, mindfulness and education. So I got myself a team of menopausal ladies, fitness instructors, yoga instructors, um, nutritionists. I've got a self-guided reflexology specialist in there. And you just log on, you subscribe to the channel and you can do these workouts and these exercises whenever it suits you, available on any device. And I just think... When I created that, I was doing a lot of online teaching. We were in lockdown, so I was doing a lot of online Pilates and bar classes. And I found that I was kind of designing the programs around my symptoms. So if I was moody, I was doing a really nice deep breathing stretch class. If I was getting restless legs at night, I was doing a hard bar class and getting the glutes fired up and the hamstrings fired up. And the feedback from the ladies who were all similar age to me was like, this is phenomenal. We're, we're feeling great. Where's this all coming from? So that's where menopause play was kind of created and as I said every one of the team members are all either in menopause or have come out the other side so we get it we're not in hot pants telling you to do 100 burpees 
we're talking about how we feel heavy and bloated in the tummy. So let's do a really nice stretch through the abdomen. So it's a great channel there and a monthly subscription. So you can find that at menopause underscore play on Instagram. Um, and out of that was born the menopausal box, um, pun intended, girls, because that's my sense of humour. And basically a friend of mine said, look, not everybody's into movement. And if you weren't into movement before menopause, and you're feeling like shit now, what makes you think I want to do exercise? And this is my best friend, actually. She hates exercise. And I was like, that's a really good point. So I thought, what can I do for women that are kind of stuck in that rut? They know they need to move, but they feel like crap. How can we make them feel better? And that's where the menopausal gift box came along. And these are little treats filled with Aussie goodness. So we've got products like the menopause tea from Alyssa Scott, the tea lady, and, of course, Happy Paws from Sandy Davies, who you know well. Um, so check that out as well. They're little gift boxes and they're a great way to open up the conversation about menopause. I've sold a heap of them to my clients here saying, oh, my best friend or my colleague. So off they trot with their little menopausal box and they give it to their girlfriends and they all have a giggle about the name. But then they look at the products inside and go, wow, this is really useful. Um, and so it's all about just creating the dialogue around menopause and getting women to speak up discuss it with your family, discuss it with your husbands, discuss it with your employer if you need to. It's not anything we should be ashamed of. Um, and then once we start, start talking about it and we realise that we're not alone, then maybe they might be a little bit more courageous to go and try a yoga session for digestion and bloating or one of my dance classes, which you would love, Lisa. It's old school aerobics yeah. and it's for brain fog. So I put all these steps together and then I go, right, I'm going to step out of the equation. Here's the music, see if you can remember. So it kind of helps with that brain fog as well and gets the mind working with the body. I love it. There we go. Mm. Oh, you are just a wealth of knowledge and um, personal passion and experience, Danny. And, um, yeah, I think what you're creating is, is really great and, we, you know, we feel very fortunate that we've been able to connect and learn more about you and 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 talk to you. And, um, you know, I think, again, it's that just that collective nature of bringing people together to talk about menopause and perimenopause and educate and, and give women these tools is, you know, really powerful. And I think, yeah, as a collective, you know, I feel like we've, we've got it. Watch we this space. It. I think we need, don't we, a big watch this space because here we come, world. Absolutely. I yes. definitely agree. So... Where can women connect with you if they want to connect with you? Where can I get? So I'm working on the website at the moment. I've been a little bit slack there, ladies. Um, so on Instagram is where I feature mainly. So you can find me um, at menopause underscore play. So that's for the online platform with the movement, meditation, mindfulness videos. And then you can find me at the underscore menopausal underscore box. And that's where you can get the little gift box for all your girlfriends and your mum and your auntie and your sisters and away you go. So that, that's all your Instagram um, yeah. accounts, correct? Yeah, beautiful. Yes, Instagram account. So um, in the, I'm hoping to have the website up and running, menopauseplay.com.au. It's been registered. I just have to create some pretty pictures and information in my spare time and then I will post that web address up on my socials as well so people can follow me there. Fabulous. Fabulous. And we can, everyone can go and see those uh, very funny Instagram reels as well. Yes, please do. And you know what? Share them with your girlfriends and go, oh my God, check out this mad woman going through menopause. Have a laugh and feel good about yourself. Post fun at me. I don't mind. That's what I do best to myself. No, that's really great, Danny. And you, you really bring a, a nice lightheartedness to it as well. And, and of course, you know, you're not shirking away from 
you know, I guess some of the symptoms that women can feel and the struggles that women do go through. But, you know, it's bringing that element of humour and lightheartedness. And after all, we are humans going through very similar experiences and, you know, it's having conversations like this that helps break that taboo and just and normalise it. It certainly does. Thank you so much for having me, ladies. I feel really honoured to be on with you today. Thanks, Danielle. Thank you so much. See ya. Thank you. Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.